Hi, everybody, and uh, welcome back to the SoCap Improv Comedy Podcast. My name is Ralph. I am the owner and artistic director of the SoCap uh, Comedy Theater in uh, Toronto. That's at 154 Danforth Avenue. We're above the Black Swan Tavern on the second and third floor. We have shows, classes, uh, events happening there. You can rent our space. And of interest to anybody who doesn't live in Toronto is I, or potential interest, I shouldn't say it's of interest, I don't know you. Uh, I do an online class through Zoom every Wednesday at 6 o'clock Eastern, and that's open to anybody on the planet. All you need is an internet connection. Uh, yeah, and that would be about it. And you're welcome to come. So uh, if you're interested in that, come to our check out our website at socap.ca. That's S-O-C-A-P as in Peter.ca. Uh, or email me. You can find me at ralph at socap.ca. Uh, and all the usual places. If you're in Toronto and you just enter the word Ralph and comedy, I'm going to come up. I've done a Google search once, uh, and the, all the other Ralph McClouds on the planet are um, deceased. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I apologize to all the other Ralph McClouds. There are so few of us, and anyone I've seen is rather quite old. <clears throat> uh, I expect that'll change as these names like Ralph which when I was a kid, there was nobody named Ralph. It was an old man's name. And now that I'm getting older, I guess now it's just a kid's name. I guess I just missed. <laughs> it was popular like uh, three decades before I was born, and now it's going to be popular two decades after I'm gone. Anyway, that's what's going on. Uh, also, uh, we have a, every uh, show as a, as a sponsor. I keep neglecting to mention our sponsor. Uh, tonight's sponsor, or today's sponsor, is uh, Adequate Sack. Uh, adequate sack when you need a bag that's just good enough uh, get adequate sack uh, from the makers of good box you can find that in your local uh, grocer's freezer why it's there i don't know but that's where to look for it anyway uh today i wanted to uh just talk briefly about uh the second improv rule for life there's all these books about the rules for life and and uh and i find such a relationship between improv and life as I've said before there's a lot of philosophy in improv and sometimes I like to think of improv as practical philosophy or practical psychology it's a kind of philosophy that you can get up and actually try out for yourself and see what it's like role play situations it's like role playing uh, and you can role play aspects of your life and so often I'll have students to say hey this is like therapy to which I'll say, uh, I don't like to say that because I'm not a therapist and I cannot help you with your individual problems. But it is therapeutic in that you can come into an improv class, uh, depending on the class, and work out certain situations. I have played out parts of my life over and over and over on stage, uh, even you know with people who have vexed me. And then now to the point where I'll take the point of view of the person who's vexed me and played that because like any kind of thing you talk about problems talking about things takes away their power in general and that's my experience and i've heard that from other people although i don't like to project onto everybody things that work for some people it may not work for you but in i find for me definitely talking about things helps take away their power anyway so i want to get on to the second improv rule for life you may have uh remember the first one or if you didn't you can go back and listen to it and that is control what you can control like the stoics say you know just worry about what you can control and don't sweat the rest the things that are outside your power let it go 
easy to say, difficult to do. Um, but anyway, what um, uh, the second improv rule for life, dun, 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 love what you get. Let's try to love what you get. When we're improvising with another person or people, but let's say the simplest scenario, it's one other person, and you've got in your head something magnificent, uh, but the other person says something that renders that impossible or unusable. And it's easy in those situations to get frustrated, to try to go back and give them a bigger hint and change things. Uh, but at that point, we've fallen out of play. And uh, the best option in that situation is try to love what you get. And uh, sometimes this is also uh, communicated by the uh, expression, say yes, say yes, say yes to what's happening. And I'll have a podcast coming up soon where I'll talk about yes. And how that to me, saying yes is one of the two most misunderstood improv concepts in my experience. Um, so we try to love what we get. Uh, you know, I may walk into a scene and I might be like, oh boy, I want this person to be my child because um, I want to yell at them or whatever. And they turn around and say, ah, doctor, have a seat. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, the thing I had planned doesn't work anymore. And now I'm upset because <laughs> this person didn't know what was in my head. <clears throat> Pardon me, didn't do it. And now I'm left scrambling. So in that situation, you've got to jettison the idea that that was your child. Listen to the, ah, doctor. I can't remember what I said. A doctor, come on in. Uh, and just go with it, right? Ah, thank you very much for inviting me into your office. Or like, you know what? You can kiss my butt. I'm not coming into this sorry excuse for an office. Either one is fine. It depends on what you want to do and what's more fun. Um, there you go, right? There's one of those things like, wait a minute. I thought I have to say yes, I have to go to the office. No, no, you don't. No, you have to uh, say yes to the idea that there's a guy who's a doctor who called you a doctor who's inviting you into their office. What you do with that is totally up to you. They also have to love what they get. So, uh, not have to. I'm say try to, right? This is a goal. This is a goal. This is the best practice, a thing we work toward. You know, if you're in my class, I'll always say process. We're, we're concerned about process or systems, if you prefer that kind of way of thinking about it. Not product, not uh, expectations, not, 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 um, <laughs> we're, we're interested in the process, right? Not the final result not where we're going to arrive. And um, so we keep going back and, and, and working on the process. And this process is learning what you love. And yes, it's easy to say and it's difficult to do. And I freely admit that there have been times I uh, I see some, I see the end of a thing coming so clearly and the other person misses it. And boy, it's hard to suck it up and go like, you know what you just said? That was perfect. And that's the way to think about it. What you just did is perfect. And why do we do this? Well, because it facilitates play. At the end of the day, your wonderful idea is not that important. I'm sorry. It's not. It's like anything that we talk about in a scene is meaningless in terms of the plot or the things that are going on because it's not real. 
So if you, you know, have a scene where you're, someone has just smashed your car up, they've taken your car without your permission, like a family member, and they wrecked it, uh, that's not a real car. Sorry, I hate to break it to you, right? If you're playing a character that's going to jail or is about to die, it's not real. It's not really happening. So it's hard to care about that in and of itself. Um, so what do we care about? How the character, not the character, well, how the actors are relating to each other, how the emotional stakes between the characters are changing moment to moment. That's what we care about. And so that's what we want to facilitate. I want to facilitate playing with another human being. And in order to do that, I want to say yes to their ideas, even if I think they're insane, because by saying yes and opening up new ideas, I can get to places I can't get myself. So I'm going to love what I get because that will facilitate me playing with another human being. Now, at the end of the day, you know, I get three things or five things in a row that I don't love and I have to pretend that I do and I try to work with them. I'll have a conversation with that person after the show. Or I might, you know, next time they ask me to play with them, I'll be like, nah, I'm good. Right, I'll find the people who will do this with me. That's what I will do. But in the moment, you want to set yourself up like, aha, that was perfect. You did the perfect thing. Uh, and build on it. So love what you get. And this works in the real world too. You know, I, um, and I, and I try to live like this, you know, uh, on vacation, you know, and, uh, oh, you're going to, oh, we're going to go on this boat tour. Oh, you know what? The boat, uh, wound up, they had a mechanical problem. Boat tour is canceled. Aw, that, ah, darn it. Darn it. I'm like, okay. All right. Well, what are the, what are the opportunities? So no boat tour. What else can we do? What's the thing that we can now go out and discover that we wouldn't have happened if we'd gone on the boat tour, right? You know, I'm uh, going to go to some event. It's canceled. Ah, nuts. Darn it. Of course, that's what we all feel, and I understand that. But then I'm saying, okay, hold on. All right, so I'm not going to go to XYZ. What is the new opportunity? Okay, I'm going to try to love this. I'm going to try to look for the positives in everything that happened to me because they're often there and just being open and aware of them or aware that they may exist is often enough to help us find them. So whether you're on stage, whether you're in real life, try to love what happens to you. You can't change what happens to you, only how you react to it. And that's by and large, very true. Now, of course, I'm not talking about the really terrible dark things, right? Same thing on stage. You know, you get in, you get endowed as something you know, someone starts talking about an area that's really uncomfortable, like say you're doing a kind of, a, you know, a, 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 a traditional pickup scene in which there is a one character is pursuing another one and you happen to be in that situation and you are the one pursued and but you don't know the other person or whatever reason you're uncomfortable. Say no. Stop it. You don't have to love everything that happens if you're uncomfortable, if it's pushed you too far outside the you know the edges of your comfort zone you're in a place where you feel vulnerable or at risk or trust is being broken absolutely shut it down stop this is for the, the you know the, the general day-to-day -day stuff or you know, on an improv stage the general like oh i'm digging a ditch <laughs> well <laughs> i'm gonna love it and i'm gonna see what happens what kind of character loves digging a ditch you can love anything on stage and taking that mindset out in the world makes you or makes me much more positive and optimistic fun to be around 
you find more possibilities and things. You know, if you're if your head's not up, you miss all the possibilities that that exist out there. And again, I'm not saying, oh, you should always be like that. It is sometimes obviously right to be protective. Headphones in, eyeballs down, shut off communication. You know, you you protect yourself from a lot of people there that, you know, may be trying to mess with you. So I'm not saying never do these things. I'm just saying when you can, when you can find opportunities to keep your head up, love what you get, whether on stage or off. Anyway, that's my second improv rule for life. Try to love what you get, whatever it is. And because uh, remember, when things are good, obviously, that's that's easy to roll with. But when things are bad, that's when you're growing and learning and adapting and gaining resilience. So, you know, if you never had any obstacles in your life, even you wouldn't know what you're capable of. Right. And you would never grow and you would never change. You would stagnate and you would go out of the world the same way you came into it. And uh, maybe that's for you, but it's not for me. And I don't think it's for many people. Anyway, my name is Ralph. Uh, thanks again for tuning in to the SoCap Improv Comedy Podcast. Once again, it's uh, SoCap.ca. And uh, come and see us sometime. All right. Take care. Uh, all the best. Uh, have a great week. Bye.